This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. Share with us your background that led you to write a book on the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I was all in on the prosperity gospel and the word of faith movement, which is basically just the name it and claim it mystical approach that what I confess, I will possess. Meaning I say, I want a bigger house in Jesus name. Lord, you're going to bless me with this and that and the other in Jesus name. And so I, I had taken that hook, line and sinker, grew up in it. The reason I grew up in it is because my, my uncle, my father, a number of other uncles as well, uh, it's a spectrum of of fame or influence, I guess you could say. Some of my uncles were just kind of more local-focused guys, but preached all the same things. And some, like my uncle uh, Benny Hinn, is you know was worldwide famous. And so all of the theology was the same. And the idea was God is a magic genie, and if I rub him right with enough faith and with enough offerings and with doing whatever I'm told by, by the Lord's anointed leader— that he's going to give me whatever I want. And that approach to God led to a very skewed view of his character, his attributes, but worst of all, the gospel, that the good news is Christ died to save sinners, and that he was buried, he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. I mean, you think of 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. You know, the gospel was not merely... That. It was that plus. And, yeah, he died to save your sins. That's great. But, man, he died to make you healthy, wealthy, happy. He died so you'd be healed, and healing is guaranteed. And if you would just this and just that. And then along with that comes all the extremes. And maybe somebody's listening to this, and you would identify as a Pentecostal, or you're part of an Assembly of God church, and you would be saying, yeah, I don't like the prosperity gospel either. I repudiate that stuff. I, I'm, I don't ascribe to it as well. You know, I want to be really respectful and be careful broad brushing all Pentecostals and Charismatics. I still have some dear friends that I dialogue with often who we would differ on tongues and various aspects of spiritual gifts, but they're all in on the true and only gospel. They don't add to it or take away from it. For what I grew up in, that extreme version of Charismatic theology, I would call it Charismatic extremism, was that the Holy Spirit was evident in your life only if you spoke in tongues, which we know is a very blasphemous and heretical teaching to say that you haven't been baptized by the Holy Spirit. You're not saved. You're not filled with the Holy Spirit or indwelt unless you speak in tongues. You've now attached a work, and you've also attached an evidence that Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 30, not all will do. I had an incredibly unbiblical view of the gospel, of God, the members of the Trinity, Christ, no doubt, and the Holy Spirit. You had me on early on when I released God, Greed, and the Prosperity Gospel. We did, I think, an interview before that on the book. My first book I wrote with my pastor way back when was called Defining Deception, and I wanted to unpack some of the New Apostolic Reformation stuff, because that's a real extreme movement. The goal isn't to just hammer you know, all the false teachers and, and do this, that, and the other to, to, to stir up strife. It's really just to be clear about the gospel and the glory of Christ. And so God greeting the prosperity gospel was my testimony, because there's a lot of details there, and theological 
uh, course correction in that book. And then I wrote the, the next book called More Than a Healer, and it's all about Jesus and how he is a healer, but he's so much more. And then this book was my best effort to take the doctrine of pneumatology, which is the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, and put it in everyday language. But I would say the Holy Spirit is the most used and abused. Now, I know literally you can't abuse the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He's God. But just metaphorically speaking or figuratively speaking, it's the most used and abused aspect of the Trinity. And we've got to get that right. So I wanted to take a deep dive and help people just dig in, no matter where they're, they're at or from, on this. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.